Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. Welcome back to the Tool World podcast. I'm your host, David Ju, and I'm here with. Anyways, we are on this (laughs) flying technique extravaganza. For some reason, I don't know, we're just talking about a lot of flying techniques for the next couple of weeks. And so this week we're talking about what is the purpose of flying kicks or flying techniques in general. (laughs) Isn't it obvious? No, it's not obvious because... Dude, you're riding a horse, your opponent's riding a horse, and you want to knock him off the ground. Off the horse, mm-hmm. so you jump up and kick him. That'd be pretty tough. It could be a small horse. So imagine like a, <laughs> imagine a car is let's say the same logic to somebody on top of a car. That car is driving towards you, hmm. and you're gonna jump over it. I mean, horses go pretty fast. They they do. And they are, I don't know, 500, 600 pounds. They're not light. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the purpose? You know. Um, for the flying, for the flying kicks, <clears throat> some you know some people might say that oh that's just flash, it's rubbish. Why would you ever do that in real life? And so we're going to go over some different ideas, ideas on yeah. why. I think first of all we take a look at <clears throat> the history of um, flying techniques and when it came about. I think if you look at martial art, Chinese martial art um, started to do the flying techniques. I think around 1930s, 1950s. And I think a lot of it was influenced by the Okinawa karate style. But we'll talk about flying techniques in, in a minute. But So really, it's actually fairly new. Well, I we're in 2020. But within the last 80 it, years? Yeah, it's you know not years. that long ago. Right. So <clears throat> if flying techniques came about in the 1930s, 1950s, um, obviously you're still riding horses, but you're probably not as much and so that may not really be the real reason although you see a lot of old kung fu movies where that's what they're doing jumping up and kicking someone off the off the horse or something right you see that in the new korean dramas where they're jumping up and kicking someone off the motorcycle <clears throat> so you could do that sure why not could it could possibly <laughs> sure, work I guess, so. <laughs> I guess yeah sure <laughs> um, but so when you look at it from that point of view it's a um, fairly new kind of concept, and it's more prevalent in Taekwondo. And maybe you could talk a little bit about Taekwondo and why is it superior. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, we did look this up in the encyclopedia, right? right. We're trying to see what was General Che thinking. And one of the things was that it's just a really great exercise of coordination, muscle building, a, yeah. timing. Mm. You know, you like, kind of learn a lot of timing when you're able to jump up kick two times in the air, kick at the top of the jump, and just overall kind of athleticism, you know, pushing the human body as well. Got to be a really good athlete yeah, to be able to do it and really do it really well. Right. And so I always kind of think if, you, if you've got that kind of capability, just kind of imagine just your regular basic fundamental back kicks, front snap kicks, and those kind of things can be pretty solid, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. <clears throat> There are a lot of times, though, that we've seen a lot of back kicks actually work. There was one time in an MMA video, and the guy threw a turning kick, and the other guy caught his kick, right? Right, caught it, and then he jumps up, and he spins around, does a back kick right to the face, knocks the guy out. I mean, 
that might have been one of the top highlights of, of that year. I think that was that, that was, was one of the one of the top knockouts of the year. <laughs> and then everyone started practicing the flying yeah. back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's uh, there's a lot of discussion about um, well, flying techniques are not good for self defense. Well, maybe I guess, especially if you're not proficient at it. Yeah, you know, you're not good at it. You're not good at it. Uh, yeah, I don't recommend you doing that, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's always a chance you fall down. There's a chance that, you know, he grabs your legs or whatever. So you have to be pretty proficient. You have to be really good at it in order to do that. Is it effective? I, I've seen a lot of knockouts that way, just in sparring, just in regular sparring, right? Mm -hmm. Person's ready. He knows that you're kicking. And someone jumps up and does a reverse turning. I've seen it so many times where they get knocked out. Just yeah. from that, and it's like so fast. Right. Right. Well, there's a lot of other benefits for the flying techniques. One, you're moving a lot more body weight. Yeah. When you're doing it, right? If I'm jumping at someone, flying side kick, I'm getting that whole body weight flying towards them, right? Right. Theoretically, uh, I would say theoretically, you're um, getting more more power because you're moving more mass. Right. Right. Um, as opposed to just standing there, but standing probably has a little bit more accuracy in mm -hmm. general. But you can also be moving backwards too. Right. right? And so you're kind of retreating. Somebody's rushing in, they're coming at you, and I can you know, create more distance by jumping back, doing a back kick or a jumping back side kick kind of to stop them from coming in. Right. <clears throat> so what is the actual definition of a flying kick? Uh, both feet off the ground. Yeah, it's both, <laughs> both feet off the ground. ground. Both feet off the ground. <laughs> um, how much should you tuck both legs? I mean, obviously they want the kicking leg is kind of high, but what about the other leg? Well, you would want to tuck it up. Yeah, General Chase says that you tuck the other leg. It's not necessarily always the case because maybe it's just a quick hop. That's still a flying technique. Whether you jump really high or you don't jump high, you're both feet off the ground, right? <clears throat> the tucking allows you to, in a way, gives you more air time. Yeah. Right? Um, the tucking of the leg also allows you to jump over obstacles, maybe a tricycle to save that other person on the other side of the truck, tricycle. Yeah, jumping over that horse. Jumping over that horse. <laughs> jumping over that car, right? It's um, actually not as easy as you think it is. No, it's not easy. <laughs> so the main thing is you got to be good at it, you got to be proficient at it, lots of practice to be able to do it. Right. So why would I do um, flying techniques? Again, I think uh, the surprise, I think General Chase talks about that. He says mm -hmm. it's a, a surprise attack. People aren't used to seeing that. Well, if, you're, if you train a lot, I and mean, you train like with people that do Taekwondo, you're gonna see that. Yeah. Some martial arts, they don't do that. Like Judo probably, wouldn't ex they wouldn't expect that right. to happen to them. Right. Um, but it can happen, right. right, in a street fight or something or whatever, right. <clears throat> MMA. But I also think that flying techniques allows us to achieve certain power or at a certain target. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if I do a side piercing kick and I want to kick the head, it's going to go upward. Nothing wrong with that. And you could still knock someone out. It's just the way the energy is delivered, right? Mm -hmm. It's going up in an angle. Right. Okay. But what if I wanted to jump up and I want to go straight in mm -hmm. to a target? Like, if, um, if, let's say someone's a little bit taller and I do a side piercing kick to the chest, well, the energy is going to go kind of at an angle up, right? Yeah. But if I really want to, like, let's say stop the heart, and you can do that. Mm -hmm. There was a couple kids in San Jose and they were playing around. 
and they were punching each other as hard as they could in the chest. And one of the kids, after a while, one of the kids hit the kid in the chest hard enough for it stopped the heart and he died. Mm -hmm. But it has to go straight in, right to the heart, right? Right. And so if I want to do that, it definitely can't be at an angle. I want to, I want to deliver that energy inside straight on. Right. And I might need to jump up and execute that technique mm -hmm. to do that. So that'd be kind of like when you board, do board breaking and you have a certain height. Mm -hmm. I know Master Wheatley says, why do you have to keep adjusting it? You're not gonna tell a bad guy to <laughs> go look tall, you know, stand up or yeah. lower yourself. No, that's true, that's not. But that breaking is breaking. Right. But if I wanna do um, a maximum power break at a certain height, then a sidekick, if it's too high, is gonna just flick off those boards. I need to go straight in. So I'd have to jump up and do that. And I think that also applies to the human body. Although, you know, kicking straight up with a lot of power is gonna do a lot of damage as well. It's different, human body's different than boards, but. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's a good point. Anyways, let us know your thoughts on flying techniques and their purpose. What do you think about them? We didn't even talk about hands. Flying hands. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. No, it's true. It's just a different attacking tool, but it's, the concepts are very much the same. Anyways, let us know your thoughts on purpose of uh, flying techniques. And as always, don't forget to be safe. Keep training. And we'll see you guys next time. Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.